This is Amateur Hour, yet another ad hoc amateur episode of podcasting with my honey dip. Honey dip. Oh, God. Come on, Kerry, get it together. I don't want to get dizzy during the, um, the app. Yeah, that's what I breakfast is for. Mm. I get it. You're a busy lady. No, I had half an almond croissant. It's not sustainable. <laughs> that frozen one? Mm-mm. Freshy. Okay. Well, we're back. Hey. We're back. Just when you f- um, forgot that you hadn't Existed. even... Existed. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying Sorry. to say something. I was trying to say something along the lines that just when um, you realised that you'd forgotten us, and then yeah, I don't know. I got nothing off to a great start. yeah. When they forgot that we existed, not even the podcast, just Willie and Kiri. Here we are. <laughs> oh, Ready to throw some shit at your um, yeah. Let's let's start with the feelings check, shall we? Okay. A vibe check. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Good, thanks. Um, yeah, pretty good. How are mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I feel good. I feel really uh, happy. Um, it's like this. It's almost like a summer's day here in Bega. Hmm. Um, weather's really nice. I just cleaned and vacuumed the caravan that I live in. Nice. Um, and yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. Not working. To be real. Crypto market's completely crashed and that's okay. (laughs) That's, uh, that's good for the humility check, right? Or the whatever check. Yeah, I guess so. I, was, I would probably say that I was already quite a humble person. Mm. Yeah, maybe like the the addictive part of your brain check no, or something. I, I mean, it depends who you are. I feel like I'm not. I'm not addicted to crypto. I'm just in. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm invested. Mm. I'm in. You're obsessed. If, if you were to take a, a ballpark figure of how much I've invested into um, uh, in, in 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 shares and crypto, how much would you say? Because um, I got I, I I I crunched the numbers and I got them here in front of me now. I don't know if I should be sharing this information public. Maybe I'll bleep it out. One point seven million dollars. No, no, that's what I'm trying to get. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get with my investments. 50, 50 bucks. I don't know. <clears throat> do you care? I do, but I um, it's pretty pretty personal <laughs> information. Well, yeah, it is personal. You're right. Maybe I won't share it. So you went from one point seven million to fifty dollars. Yeah, I'm playing silly buggers. Mm, okay. Well, do you want to play serious buggers or? Okay, let's go eight thousand dollars. On what? In in total? Australian dollars. 
Yeah. yeah in, in total over. So, you know, I've got ETFs, I've got crypto, I've got, uh, um, stuff in the American, uh, stock market as well. Sure. Eight grand total. I'll just say, I'll just say incorrect. And I'd say, like, I oh, would not even, like, if you were close to that, I'd say, yeah, correct. But you're, like, nowhere near correct. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. I can, I can already not tell knowing. that you, you uh, are so un- uninterested by this topic and that's totally fine. I think it's, I think money's interesting and I think it's interesting how, like, there's this new thing that you're interested in. And that you're like, you're you're a stand for, and a what? You're investing. Hang on, a stun. A stun. A stand. A stun. When a you stan. say shit like that, you gotta you gotta preface. You gotta like you gotta fill me in. What's a stun? <laughs> um, I think in Arabic it actually means land, so or country. So Afghanistan, Pakistan. Um, that's got nothing to do with what it what i mean in that way i don't know it's uh, what people I'm use to say I su- yeah it's like <laughs> what, it's what you say when you support like Trump-a-stan. something trumpist trumpist okay yeah yeah i'm a, a vest like, i'm a stan there we go fucking name it i think this is so ep, incorrect ep, but yeah ep name, with that. ep name kiri you're a fucking genius uh investor stan investor stan okay investor stan <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, mm. I'm in currently a resident of Investistan. <laughs> That's so off. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um. That's that's it. You say like I'm a stan if you like love something or support it. I didn't know I that. Think. If that's if that's really if, you haven't heard that. It's like I, a. It's a it's a left maybe like a lefty thing. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm not convinced. It's not a curiosum, um, and I'm no, definitely with- not a curiosum. Okay, cool. Because I think that's probably the first time I've ever used it. Yeah, <clears throat> we stand. Yeah, um, I had something to say on this. Uh, I think the only reason why I bring it up is because the fact that I've invested uh, beginning of this year so much money into it, and it's like just gone through an epic crash, um, and it's like I feel like for me. Um, it's testament to I have put a lot but not enough not enough that I'm like freaking out and numbers are crunched I'm still up um, I'm still more than I put in so I mm-hmm. basically it's basically like crypto apocalypse out there like it's like this epic crash that hasn't we haven't seen for years and years and years and everyone's freaking when did freaking. this happen? Uh, it happened like uh, last week, I think it's been kind of slowly going down for a month, and then in the last week, it just fucking plummeted like crazy. And um, I think uh, I had I had some I had some stocks uh, when coronavirus hit. Mm. Oh come on, hear me out, babe. This is either my interest. No, no I, I I am interested. Actually, and there's I'm someone interested. out there who's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Um, I'm interested in this stuff. I am interested because it's you. I wouldn't care about it otherwise, but because it's you. Oh, sweet. Thanks, darling. Um, Back to invest the stand. Yeah. 
I I I was so I was so green with investing, and th- I had some stocks before coronavirus hit, and then it hit, and I lost probably like I don't know twenty to thirty percent of all my shares, and uh, I was going, I was under what I'd put in, and I was sort of like very new to it, and then so, and then uh, it bounced back, and what is now known in the invest in investistan world. Um, uh, we're in like this inflated bubble where everything's overvalued. So I got, I actually, I actually, it actually shot back up more. And because I was so green, I pulled everything out. Um, and I kind of, what I didn't know at the time that is when there's a recession, there's a lull, you got to like pump more on and kind of try and get it on the way back up and get in for cheaper. I didn't, I didn't understand that. I understand that now. And with this like, bitcoin crash i've just got dollar signs in my eyes and i'm just kind of like um pumping more into it to where i see the value so yeah i I can see them yeah (laughs) anyway i'll shut my nerdy ass up about that that's cool we could do um we could do like a My Millennial Money type um, podcast episode where we give everyone financial advice. Yeah. It would be re- really beneficial it, for the listeners. I think it's like, it's definitely safe to say, and I can say with authority that if you're listening to this pod and you're taking financial advice from me, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, more from me, I think. If I if I was to give financial advice, I think it'd be a really a really good thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Financial. Apathy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I did. No, I, I thought you were a- serious. I thought you were dead serious. Really? Yeah. No, now you're fudging me. Yeah, I got you. Nah. <laughs> um, I was talking to a friend recently, and we we're talking about money. Um. And I was like, are, are you worried about not, like she has two kids. I was like, are you worried about um, not being able to make enough money like through gigging or something? And she was like, nah, like the money, the money will come. Like it'll just, she's like, I just don't, I just don't worry about it. And I don't think she comes from like a particularly affluent family or has like a whole bunch of money, but she just has this really nice um, attitude about it. Where it's like she just doesn't. There's no point in worrying about it. Yeah. Um, she just goes and gets it. You know, mm. she's a hustler. Um, but it's you nice. got to hustle. You got to hustle. Yeah, I. I think I um I kind of realized. Hi, the third the, the third guest of this uh, podcast. Um, yeah. It's for the listeners at home, we're talking about Kiri's vape that just made its first oh, appearance. Um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? What was I you saying realized, just before? You you realized something about money you realized, came to a realization. Yes. I remember now that I had, so I've since COVID, probably even before COVID, I started saving money and I put a, a very small portion of that initial savings into investments. Um, and then 
and then I realized that my savings account was growing because I'm not really doing anything apart from like, I don't know, what am I buying? I bought an Xbox. I bought a Fine I bought you a, girl veggie boxes. Yeah, supporting supporting my boo thing with mm-hmm. a veggie box, fruit and veg box. Um, Thank you. And uh, I bought a relatively cheap car, depending on you know what you consider cheap. I in in my um, in my uh, you know net value, it was cheap. I actually budgeted for something a lot more. Anyway, so I I, I found myself with more savings just cash in my account sort of depreciating and i was just like i i need to, i'm not doing anything with this money i need to turn it into an asset not a fucking you know not just cash even as much as i love seeing you know more money that i've ever seen in my life and then so here we are and hopefully it pays off maybe it will maybe it won't we'll mm-hmm. see yeah, I'm just putting all of my eggs into into your basket, so to speak. <laughs> um, I know that this, uh, the EFTs and the NFTs and the <laughs> DTFs will, um, will work out for both of us. Um, so yeah, good mostly luck. mostly the DTFs. I'm yeah. relying on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, let me know when you're interested in getting involved in my uh, pyramids game. Okay. I probably won't. Yeah. Maybe one day. I think like the idea of putting, I mean, obviously I don't, you know, there's not enough there to invest. Like that's just not the thing at the moment. You you need a job first. But I think, yeah, I need a job. I I think the idea of just putting money somewhere and hoping that it will make money on its own is like a, like there's not a lot of control in that. And I don't really like that. It is speculative. It is it is yeah. a, somewhat of a gamble, but it is uh, it is kind of calculated to the best of my ability. Yeah, so and you like do research and you like find yeah. out what would be the best thing to invest in and blah blah. blah. Yeah, it's not a it's not a um, it's not a poker machine. It's not a pokey you know machine. It's it's sort of like a um, like two up. <laughs> It's more like two 50, up. 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50, 50 is pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Look, I, yeah, I don't mean, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with it. Cause I know that you're not the person to, um, uh, to really kind of pick it apart and, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a, vi- it's not going to be a vibe for you. And that's what this- I'm happy to pick it apart, but it's going to be amateur and it's going to be yeah, Funny. me too. It's going to be too. hilarious. The, the yeah. only difference is where interest is and my interest is in it and your interest is not. Yeah. Yeah. So we can... we can. But um, I am interested in, in your interest fi- financially. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, like, it, yeah, it's, it's so prevalent right now because it's like... Um, yeah. It's all going down. Yeah. Cool. Exciting. Um, cool. That that actually so th- that our initial question was how are you, and that mutated into um, investor stand. So now I can flip it to you. How are you? Hold up. Oh, sorry, my mic is going out. Your mic is going out. 
yeah, it just it just lost connection. That's right, it's back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I've just come back from the beach. Well, mm, the bay. Technical difficulties. Sorry, can we just do a little? For a yeah, second? we'll do it. I'll just change uh, my lead. Yeah, no worries. Um, <clears throat> while Kiri's away, we can get into the weeds with uh, Investor Stan. Um, so basically, the crypto market has crashed. I don't know if any of um, the uh, 10 listeners are into this. And um, as it, as that started off, <clears throat> I pretty much like uh, put all my eggs into one altcoin. Um, and since, since then, um, my portfolio has kind of mutated into, I'm just, I'm just, um, yeah, I was just talking. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting into the weeds with the crypto stuff while you were gone. Okay. Thanks for holding the fort. Yeah. Anyways, getting back to how I am. (laughs) Yeah. We can look, um, guys, you can. Just, just message me. You know, if you want to ask me questions about this, stuff, <laughs> just, you know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. I love that on Zoom, our um, our names come up when we speak, just to like reinforce who we are. Yeah, actually, why is my name Willie Chalice and not Burt King? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Hmm. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I went to the bay this morning, um, and did. That's so good. Maps. You can you can still swim this time of year, and it's like. Oh yeah, it was cold, but not like, like it was fine. I think you just got to keep moving. Um, so beautiful, so still, low tide, fishies. Mm. Clear. Uh, yeah, real clear. I collected nice. golf balls that were at the bottom. Oh, because it's near a golf course. This bay. It's near a golf course. Um, yeah. Look, it's a new day. I'm feeling good. It's also a beautiful day here in Sydney, Australia. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I always I always feel compelled to say Sydney, Australia in an American accent. I think whenever there's a comma and then the country, it makes sense to say it in an American accent. Yeah. It's just the way that they say it. It's so cringe. Australia. Sydney, Australia. It's just, ah, God. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I love Trumpistan, but um, <laughs> there's, there's, just, there's some things, you know? Yeah. Sydney, Australia. Ah. Yeah. Austere. Sydney, Australia. Yeah. 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 Um... Sorry, yeah. back to how you are. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say about that. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Why? What do you want to know? Uh, just you know, just the usual, whatever you got going mm-hmm. on. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I was doing some research on that um, that news article that we were okay. talking about. Yeah, I was actually just about to bring this up. And I, yeah. f- I, s- I thought I saved them uh, on my phone, but I, when, I, when I went to my saved articles, I couldn't find them. So can you tell me what... Uh, what we were supposed to talk about? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I just looked at one. I did. I was flicking through the paper um, this morning and I saw an article on the mouse plague. And um, all I have to say about that is that it's not going to come to big cities. So our urban friends, uh, fear not. <laughs> Judgment Day isn't coming for us. Um, city dwellers. Was that one of the articles? I don't remember the mouse plague being one of the articles. Yeah, that was one. Um, the other one was the um, Perth Cafe Bada Bing. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I started reading it and then I um, <laughs> I was reading the... And I was like, I want to blind react to this on the podcast because it's going to be funny. Perth Cafe okay. ABC... I can I can just give it to you. I got it. I already got Verbally. it. Verbally. Bada Bing cafe owner found guilty for selling cannabis laced brownies to a Perth family. Okay, all of a sudden, uh, I, straight off the bat, it's so hectic. Like, what the fuck mm. was this guy thinking? Mm-hmm. Um, a mother and her two children fell ill after eating brownies from the cafe. The following day, they tested positive for THC. And Nathan Sharp was fined 15000 in order to pay 25000 costs, which I thought was kind of low. Oh, yeah. And he didn't even get a criminal record. He got the, like, Section 10B or whatever. There must so just, the, just a fine. There must be some shit in those circumstances that are, like, um, like, I don't know... Like what? I don't know enough about it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should have read the whole article before this thing. I, I can give you. I can give you a little bit. What I know. Okay, and I before we get into it, I just want to say, point out one thing. The cafe is called okay. Bada Bing. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sopranos fans out there. The cafe yeah. is called Bada Bing, and he and he put weed in these brownies. Sorry, so okay. you go. Yeah. Okay, so this cafe owner in Perth, it's, apparently mm. it's quite a popular cafe. Um, so he sold brownies on this particular day and a family came in and bought one and ate it. And they went home and uh, the toddler, two-year-old toddler, <laughs> um, was feeling drowsy. The five-year-old girl um, said she heard, was like hearing stuff. Um, and freaking out, like having a panic attack. And the mom said she had this like blood curdling scream and then went to the hospital. And when the mom was there, she was, um, she was having hallucinations and thought that they were taking her children away from her and that she would never see them again. Oh man, Like just freaking out whilst being at hospital. Yeah. I love, I love that in the thing they say a mother and her two children fell ill after eating brownies from the cafe when it's like. They didn't fall ill. They were fucking tripping balls. Like, yeah, they were high mentally the, ill. Yeah, they fell guess, mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's yeah, definitely w- inaccurate. A bad trip is yeah, yeah, not professional. Yeah. Um, his sentence was uh, fifteen thousand dollars for selling unsuitable food. That was the <laughs> the sentence. Which I thought Fuck, was you must have had a good lawyer. Um, yeah, so his story, so apparently five months prior to that, he made a batch of weed cookies to go to Rottnest Island for a holiday. Um, 
and he said he had one like th- th- he ate them whilst on this holiday and then the rest of them were, were going to go off so he put them in the ferry bin on his way back to Perth or whatever um, and he said it was really unenjoyable and he said prior to that the last time he'd had weed was 11 years ago at a bachelor party and he had one toke of a, of a marijuana cigarette and, um, and felt sick and hated the experience <laughs> It's just like, I mean, this all could be true, but it's just like crazy what the lawyers will like. They're like, I, I, okay, like, you know, like try and find like yeah, these really detailed stories, but that they're, they're just so like ridiculous. And he has no idea how the brownies got into his cafe and he has no idea how they were sold. And also he says that on that day, on that, um, the account of when, the family bought the brownies he remembers the family because they were really rude and really loud and had really like disrespectful behavior in the cafe oh my god i'm like bro it's a toddler like two baby children they'll probably just anyway it's just like the disrespect in the bada bing you gotta the go bada bing premise you get a free brownie <laughs> but you gotta go but you I gotta how go many other people I wonder how many people bought those brownies that day and like had a good time and just didn't think anything of it. Well, that's the other thing is like surely other people would have bought the brownies. For sure. He fucked with them. He tried to sedate these rowdy ass toddlers. Fucking. Yeah. Hey, little kid, put this in your, (laughs) put this in your trap. (laughs) Be good to your mother. I think um, I, I was doing some research on what marijuana does to children, children's brains. And um, there was nothing on toddlers, of course, because I think that would be a pretty um, unethical experiment to run. But they're doing tests on like, I think it was as young as 13. Um, really? Ki- kids who smoke weed. Um, um. Yeah, they didn't like give it to them. Just, and... Um, because their brains are still developing until like, you know, early 20s, mid 20s. Um, the part of the brain that has THC in it and is activated when someone takes THC, um, that's like personality and like emotional regulation and all these really vital things. Um, it like really fucks with it. It also can dec- decrease your IQ by six. Um, so you get dumber explains everything it explains a lot mm. when was the first like time you had weed um shout out to our parents <laughs> love you guys i think i'd had weed maybe at 15 but it didn't do anything the first time i had weed in it and i remember feeling something was 17 on schoolies mm. and like really felt it had a had a crazy night what about you um, probably I'd say like, I remember smoking it in primary school and I don't think I even knew how to inhale then. Like I, I didn't think to, I just, primary I bum puffed. Yeah. Yeah. My wow. stepdad, my stepdad was a, is a, was a massive stoner. He always had nugs and he wow. always had a bong in the garage. Yeah. And how did you have it? I just knew where I just knew where his shit was, and I and it was like it was the nineties, and um, you know, uh, weed was cool. You know, like like yeah. But how did you have it? Did you roll 
a joint or like did someone roll we, a joint? I think we just had it in the bong. So it was a group of you. Yeah, it was me and um, uh, one other kid from. I was actually living in Sydney at the time. Wow. Um, in uh, in the hills. And yeah, and I don't even remember my mate smoking it. I remember my mate just watching me smoke it. And I just, I don't remember getting high. I remember pretending to be high, but I don't actually remember ever getting high. Yeah, so I don't really course. count that as the first time. But like I had, I had three older brothers and, you know, um, they were all going through, they all kind of showed me indirectly, you know, everything, you know, teenagers mm-hmm. uh, not meant to do and do anyway. Right. And then... And then years later, I was living with um, my bros in Brisbane, and <laughs> um, this this is probably like the best era of of me smoking weed because now I'm a lightweight <laughs> and I can't handle it. Um, but uh, we had these hippie neighbors, and they just had this random like weed plant just growing in the um, in their yard. And I remember my brother had a mate, Spike. He saw it and just knew what it was straight away. His, 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 this guy was hilarious. His, he was Welsh and his name was Spike. Um, cool. I don't know if that was his legal name, um, but everyone called him Spike. Mm-hmm. And he was he was like a rough kid. He was he was he was cool. Like he was nice, but you know he he was he was like a rough kid. Um, and I remember I just remember watching him like. Incons- like inconspicuously you know just like looking around and then like jumping the f- fence and then just like grabbing a, a branch and then and then running <laughs> back over the fence yeah and um and then we dried it out in an oven like that day um and i remember smoking this like you know organic bush just growing in someone's backyard um amazing and and I remember getting really stoned and I think we I remember playing Mario Kart and just laughing my ass off. Cute. Just like the you just all the sounds all of a sudden just became like, you know, the world's greatest comedian mm. um one liners. And um and then my, my dad my dad it was just me and James home. Uh and and Spike was there. Um, if a dad had given us $10 for dinner, um, and this isn't the nineties anymore, this is the early noughties and being the early noughties, $10 between two people could get you a good feed back then. Probably still mm-hmm. could, depending where you are. Mm-hmm. And usually we'd go get a kebab and I think, um, a kebab was like four bucks or something. And wow. then maybe you'd have enough left over for like a soft drink or something. And then I remember my, my brother just goes, to the shop with a 10 bucks and he gets $10 worth of chips from the fish and chip shop. <laughs> and he, and like $10, I think $10 That's even great. now would be a lot. And he, he, but back then he came back and he was like, I shit you not a fucking box of chips. Wow. Like a huge box of chips. And I remember just like eat, like just being high, probably like being 15 or something and just being, you know, stoned out of my brain, playing Mario Kart, eating this fucking box of chips. I think we made like chip, chip and sauce sandwiches with them and shit. Just, Cute. Just like that's like the epitome of being stoned. I feel. Yeah, and a teenager. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably been like the most iconic and fun experience with weed. I, I think somewhere along the ra- lines, hydro came into the picture, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, 
Not for this. Not for this gentle soul. Yeah. Not cut out for it. Despite the shirt you're wearing and the word it says, rage. Rage. You're not a raging. You're not a rager. Yeah. I um I feel silly when I wear this shirt. Um but it's I, so nice. I like it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's just how I happened upon that that's why I feel silly when I wear it. Mm-hmm. How how did you happen upon oh, it? Oh thanks for asking, yeah. <laughs> I just I don't wanna I don't wanna just tell you these stories and you know. How um, did you come across with that? <laughs> yeah. I think you already know, but I'll tell the story. I, I can't remember. It's a um, brain. Well, being a child of the 90s. Um, Wait, so you were, you were a child during the 1990s? Or? Yeah, I was born in 89, so that's my zero. So then 90, um, 90 I'm one. Mm-hmm. And then I'm still one and 91. So p- pretty much whatever year it is, that's that's what how that's old I you. am. You refer okay. to the last... So you're 21 mm, now. Refer to the last number of the year. Okay. So 31 and it's 2021. And next year will be 2022 and I'll be 32. That's how old you be. And that's how numbers work. Um, rage shirt. Rage shirt. Uh, so I used to, as a teenager, I had a TV in my room. With um, like Channel Ten, Channel Seven. Lucky. Um, yeah, I think probably from like fifteen. I had a, it was a good room. I had it was kind of like under the house. It was away from everybody, and I could just be a fucking disgusting teenager in peace. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had a small black TV um, with a VCR that used mm-hmm. to be like the family um, uh, like TV. Um, right. And now it was like in my room with the VCR. And I remember, um, I remember it started with waking up early on the weekends and watching Rage and TV hits. And then, um, and then that kind of mutated into the older I got, you know, you'd be getting drunk or stoned with friends and you'd be watching Rage at like, you know, 2am in the morning and just and they they show all like the i think they still do actually they're actually still screening airing this at these at the same times with the same branding um and there's like a time slot like in the early like late at night early hours of the morning where they i I think all you have to do is submit your music video and they'll play it it's like I and I I think I think Rage is owned by Triple J or oh, ABC and AB yeah yeah so it's all connected it's all part of that same ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um and like you still you go on now like every, occasionally I'll like I'll log on and I'll I'll watch like the stream. Um and it's just like it's just anybody and everybody's music. It's so it's so rad because you just get like the fucking you either get something really good or you get just something that's just so weird or like just cringe or whatever. That's why that's why I always loved it because it was like either a good time or hilarious or just like huh. Or you get like um, friend friends submitting their own music videos or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. Um. Anyway, and so love rage still do and then uh culture kings teamed up with rage i guess and they were selling like their official merch through culture kings and um 
I just got targeted with this ad for this for this rage merch <laughs> for fucking like relentlessly for months and months and months, and it wouldn't go away. And I'd just be scrolling through socials and I'd just see these fucking rage shirt. And I was just like, that's sick, but it's coming from Culture Kings, which means half of, you know, uh, Australia is probably, like, rocking this, like, repo, like, this, um, you know, this brand new Rage merch and shit like that. And then eventually, I reckon it was, I reckon I was getting targeted with, like, for three months. It would just, like, occasionally just, like, pop up. And then one day I was just like, (sighs) I'm getting this shirt. Fuck it. I don't care. They got you. It got me. Like I got targeted. They knew. They knew that I would crumble at some point, and they just <laughs> kept. They just kept grinding me down, and here I am. I thought Culture Kings was a um, tailored suit shop for men. Uh, couldn't be further from um, what it actually is. What is it? It's like hype beast shit. It's like sneakers and okay. Supreme, maybe. I don't know. Right, I've, right. I've bought... Um, what have I ever bought from Culture King? This shirt, that's it. Okay. I've been in there a few times and I'm just like, this ain't me. Is it the kind of shot where people line up for like the night before? Before like a, a night Probably. shoe is... Yeah. A drop, yeah. A drop, I, yeah. I think so, yeah. Culture King. I've never seen or heard of that, but I imagine that's what would happen at Culture King's. Okay. And no no disrespect to anybody who reps uh stuff from Culture Kings and is into sneakers. Just mm-hmm. not my bag. I'm a Yeah. I'm a leather I'm a leather boot and shoe man. You you really are. I like my I like my brown brogues. I have two pairs of sneakers. No, hang on. I got four pairs of sneakers. One of my one of my current runners, second of my old runners. And then the other two are like some cons that I just never fucking wear because every time I put them on, I just like I feel like a twelve-year-old. The red ones. Yeah, and the um and the black one stars. Yeah, but being being twelve's in. I know I'm on TikTok. I know all about that. <laughs> um, I've been I've been on trains. I've been riding trains a bit lately. And, um, you know, when you sit on your window seat and you're looking out at a station when, when it stops, um, I, I just had this like wave of appreciation yesterday looking at (laughs) fashion that men were wearing. And, um, uh, there was like a guy, I mean, I don't want to diss on anyone. Like I, you know, personal style is great. So for it. Um, yeah, I just had this wave of appreciation of your style and I was like, I'm so, I'm so happy for Will (laughs) and like, you know, your classic, just like black polo with a nice fitting pair of jeans and not a polo, but yeah, I know what you mean. I don't wear polos. I don't, I don't know what the term is. Polo polo is like a color, like a Ralph Lauren polo. Oh, sorry. So sorry. Like a tee, just a tee, a classic, yeah, yeah, plain tee. tee man. Yeah, it's just like a timeless, nice, you know yourself uh, fashion statement. Um, Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. That's okay. That's that's all a girlfriend does is take note on what her boyfriend wears. 
I remember, I remember being such a fucking, uh, such a, you know, when you when you're young, you just have like, you're younger, and I probably will look back on this mindset in a few years and be like, I was such a fucking idiot. Um, but I, I think about, I remember looking at people when I was like a teenager or in my early twenties and being like, look at that fucking idiot. He, he or she is dressed so bad. Um, and I would just look at their fashion. I'd be like, they don't get it. Like they don't like, and now I, I just like, I just could not give a shit what anybody else wears or look like they're like their fashion mm. sense. It's just, so, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's such a subsidiary, sub, subsidiary point of interest. Like, like if they have cool fashion and like, yeah, cool, whatever, like good on you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I've gone through like ebbs and flows of what I think about dressing, like how I dress myself. Mm. And yeah, I think like now kind of going to the professional world, like I think about it as well, like what you wear and how you present yourself is kind of definitely a part of it and definitely like a, an important thing kind of yeah and it's less about fashion statements and more about professional but having a flair of like your own personality or whatever yeah yeah um, i kind of like, sorry go on i don't want to cut you off yeah yeah no that, that's all um the the thing that i don't like though is i feel like i've come from I've come from this, I've got this like ingrained thing in me of like, uh, from being a teenager in my early twenties, which is just like coming from the elk of cool, like trying, just like trying to be cool and trying to appear cool and dress cool and right and stuff like that. And and it's like, when you hang out with someone who's like actualized in the sense that like their, their fashion might be considered, but it's not like a it's it's just a part of who they are that's not like this calculated thing mm. um and i and i feel like sometimes i wish i cared less about it and it was just more of like a a, a happenstance but it is and it actually is something that i like you know think about and i don't know for sure yeah i mean like, it's like music like it would be nice if we could just like write a song that's just naturally fucking awesome but with everything in life we have to think about it (laughs) you know and it's nice having putting thought into something yeah um yeah yeah considered fashion yeah i would say i would say that yeah it's not like a um it's not a natural thing for me it's like somewhat calculated but not to the point where it's like, I don't know, uh, an interest or a hobby of mine. You know, like some people, mm. like influencers are just like, they're always repping like the latest cool sneaker or they're like, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good time in my life with fashion and I like exploring stuff. I love how you dress. I feel like we have this conversation on every pod. We yeah, like maybe we get do. a little bit into fashion. Maybe fascism. Um, <laughs> yeah, fascism. <laughs> Let's talk about fascism. No. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We have talked about this before. We have talked about this. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I said, and I one said of us always compliments the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. love the way you dress. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, not a lot of activity between now and the last episode. I feel like I kind of, I didn't really have time to do socials. Uh, this this week, so I didn't nothing like. Yeah, the views like the views are still there, but they're not like they haven't spiked or anything or like Stats I don't know. Are down. Stats we need are down. Yeah, this up. I I realize no, that's okay. That's all right. No, no, it's it's fine. It's 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 cool because it's totally a product of my how much effort I put into the this week. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'll maybe I'll try and ramp it up this week and see if we can make a difference. But um, uh, yeah, I just kind of noticed. Like if I I kind of realize now that with this podcast I'm at a point where I could go hard I could because I haven't even I haven't like I'm a graphic designer I haven't even branded the thing I haven't even like mm. I haven't I haven't gone and I know so much more about editing and like special effects using After Effects and stuff like that I could I could really double down on this thing and generate especially especially with TikTok like it's like. I kind of see, I feel like I can kind of see the ingredients of how to make this work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's, it's there for the taking if we want it. Um, and it's just about putting the effort and the energy in. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I think, I think whatever we do, you do, whatever you do, it's like, it's fine. It doesn't, you know, we. It'd be nice to make money off it or something, but I just, for me at the moment, it's still just like journal entries with Will, and I'm happy with no one listening or everyone listening. Totally, and that and that is the like the beautiful baseline in which um, this rests. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we can still like we're in a long distance relationship. We log on we do a nice like face-to-face virtual thing, mm. talk about some funny shit. That's, that's, it's, the, it's the most perfect baseline, um, which is what makes this fun and, and what makes me want to put at least, you know, minimal effort into it. Yeah. But there, I just, I can see already that there is like an extra, like if I, if I hustle and I always, I always tell you, you know, with your music, I'm always like, mm. you got to fucking grind. Like if you want this mm-hmm. shit to, to be, um, you gotta fucking, you gotta start hustling. Yeah. And I'm like, I can, I can see that like, if I, if I want this to go to the next step, I need to take my own advice and just fucking for sure. go for it. Yeah. Hustling is just not in my bones, unfortunately. Forever. Yeah, me neither. It's always been, I'm just like not a hustler. <laughs> the only I time I hustle. Effort in. The only time yeah. I hustle is when I'm, uh, when. DFTing. Uh, Sorry, EFTing. EFTing. Sorry, go on. When I'm no, and see the things with like sh- like shares. It's not even. It doesn't even feel like a hustle. It feels like a, a lazy man's like, um, like I enjoy I enjoy consuming uh, information about it, and I enjoy watching my stats go up and down. Like it's like it's kind of anyway. 
Um, where was I? Um, the only time you're a hustler. Dot, dot, dot. Oh yeah, is when when my heart has been fucking ripped out and my self-esteem and confidence is at an all-time low and I'm reinventing mm-hmm. myself just to make the person who um, f- uh, broke up with me uh, go, hmm, yeah, he's like, he's like really doing really well and he's really hot. Or like, <laughs> Do you want me to break uh, up with you just, just so we can no. get you hustling? No, but you'll see some fucking crazy shit. That'll probably make me a billionaire, honestly, <laughs> if you break up with me. Fuck. So, yeah. Maybe I should. My, my, um, my, my goal in life is to be as ambitious uh, and as, you know, like uh, into myself in the right kind of ways, the way that I am when I'm, when I'm trying to reinvent and rebuild that's interesting that that's what inspires you and like that's what um I think it's a very you. common it's a very common phenomenon um with not just men but like women as well. Mm. I I I don't really I don't I don't think that's the case with me. That's not You've never been heartbroken. That I, that's true. You've never been severely heartbroken. I've been I've been like uh, and to my own detriment like to like basically causing most of my own problems, all of them, if if not. I've been severely heartbroken and fucked over my doing. I'm not putting mm-hmm. any blame on those the beautiful ladies out there. <laughs> um, I'd say three times. One, two, three, four. Four times. Wow. Four times and- in, a, in a meaningful way that fucking rocked me. By the fourth time, I was like, I can't keep doing this i can't keep putting myself out there and just like this and getting back to this point like i don't know what i'm doing wrong but i and yeah the idea of being like complacent or overly comfortable and not you know pushing to reach my own potential in a relationship or in any in any circumstance like that freaks me out i just i don't yeah, maybe I just haven't experienced that like intense heartbreak. So maybe I have so much more potential to reach when I'm heartbroken. <laughs> but like, I I like to think that I try and do the best for myself and look the most hot all the time, not just then, you know. Yeah, look, you're you're an incredible human being. Um, you don't need no heartbreak to to make <laughs> you sore. This this ain't no um, born a star situation you know what i'm saying yeah it's true <laughs> not really but yeah oh there was like one of the critiques of the film which i kind of half agree with mm-hmm. is that um you know star is born in order for her to be successful he needed to he needed to give her the ultimate gift of like uh freedom and heartbreak and something like it was like only with his suicide was he able to, or him, was he, was she able to be anything? It was like, mm. yeah. So that's why, that's the reference. And that's, yeah, I don't think that's a very yeah, like, well-known critique. I think I just heard somebody talk about it in the New York Times or something. Isn't that the whole point of it? It's like this romanticized, you know, terribly depressing, but uh, roundabout success story on her behalf because he died (laughs) 
No, not 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 just because he died, but it's like a main feature of uh-huh. it. The no, the 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 main the the whole thing is that she gets successful um, because he found her uh, fair mm-hmm. and square in a bar and was just like, "You're talented. Come come with me." Let me kiss um, you. But the the fact that he had to die or something was like this. Uh huh. The only way that she could. Yeah, really. Reach like, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. No one can see my couch. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. What was I going to say? Um. Yeah. So this ain't no Buenos Star situation. And also, I would say, I would say now in my um, uh, somewhat more mature state than I once was, um, the reason why I go to the gym five days a week um, is because I'm tr- I am taking lessons from me trying to better myself only in points of adversity. So now, now I have no, I have no adversity. I like to say I have I only have good problems, good normal problems. That um, going to the gym in this state, trying to make that a habit, uh, eating good food, you know, drinking less, don't do drugs anymore, not that many, not much, but still occasionally, just a little bit. Um, yeah, psychedelic. This last couple of years have been uh, the year for, of psychedelics for me. Not taking them, <clears throat> just researching about them. Um, I don't know if I can. Um, I don't. Can I? Can I get in legal trouble for admitting to taking hallucinogenics? No, I think it's only if you're found in possession of. You can even be under the influence, but it's only if you have possession. Oh, that's a that's an epic loophole. Um, so go for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I think I learned because um, I because I would, I would you know go through a breakup and then I would get hectic like super motivated like I did I did my last year of uni with a heart broken heart and just like killed it, um, uh, kind of, um, and I'd get really fit, um, and then I would. I would kind of get over it and then I would just sort of fizzle back into like unhealthy habits and not really be motivated. And mm. then the girl I was with would be like, this guy's a loser. <laughs> He's like chubby. He's like chubby and happy and like such a fucking simp. Complacent. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it for me is that I like, I have enough, like I haven't really had any massive extremes in my life that, but I've got enough like little issues or like little problems that kind of keep me, keep me sharp, keep me like trudging along. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I just like keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's a good segue into our relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> we need a we need like a um, uh, a theme song for when we get into the relationship part of it. And now it's the relationship part of the show. What's that song? Yeah. Um, 
That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Some things will never change. Never change. That's just the way it is. Oh, don't you believe it? Yeah. That could be the song. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? Tupac, <laughs> the Tupac version. That's what we're playing. <laughs> yeah, Tired of being poor, even OG worse than black. <clears throat> yeah. I'm a I'm uh, a child of Tupac. I'll do the choruses. You do the rap verses. No, I want to do the choruses. Things will never be the same. <laughs> never be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you believe it. Oh, okay, you see, you got like this incredible singing voice. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> Every time you sing, I fall in love again. Um, yeah, let's talk about the relationship. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's thematic because um, this is this is what it's all about, right? The long dizzy yeah. diz. Yeah. Long dizzy <laughs> diz. Yeah, bring it back. <clears throat> um, in so five years' time, we're going to be in a studio and we're going to be interviewing celebrities, just so you know. That's the okay. plan. That's the right. that's, that's if I hustle, you know what I mean? That's if okay. crypto investments, my ETFs, you know, my yeah. shares, they all fucking skyrocket. This is, this is, what, this is what it will be. Mm-hmm. I was actually with a friend last night and I was like, you'd be a great... Um, Millie, like she just tells the best stories. Like she's a really yeah, good yeah. storyteller. I yeah, was like, you'd yeah. be great on the pod. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say that. Those imp- those people are important in life. Anyway, back to the relationship. Okay. Um. Yeah. So we've had a week apart now about mm-hmm. that, and. Um, it's, it's kind of been shitty for me. Mm. Um, oh, I, I don't really know what angle to take on this. Um, it's been a bit shitty and, um, when, so when, when Will left, it was like, the emotions were a bit heightened, like much more than usual. Like it's, it's usually sad and a bit, yeah, it's a bit sad when Will goes, but it's, you know, it's fine. Um, but when Will left the other day, it was like, um, a bit of a crash. I think, yeah, I think it's like, there's a big come down for me, I'm guessing because you like physically leave the space. Um, and then I'm, then you're not here anymore. Um, Mm. whereas you like get to go back to your home. So yeah, maybe that's like to do with it as well. Um, yeah, there's definitely something to that. Like ultimately it's my decision to live in Bega and then come and go. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like, it's my, it's my activity. Like if I had it, if it, if it was, if I was struggling with it as much as you were, I would probably just come back to Sydney and, you know, get my, get a place and be near you. Um, mm, right. But, so like, there's not a lot of control in it. Or yeah. Something. Y- yeah. Y- it's, 
it's like a, it's like a weird thing to say, but I guess I have I have the power in this situation, which is like not yeah. like how I want to frame it or consider it, but it's um, but I guess it's just kind of how it is. Um, yeah, that's just the way it is. I'm I'm not at the moment. I'm not really as affected by the distance as you are, on the same way. And there's sort of like a there's a sort of a disparity in that, and um, yeah, which like it like like it is not pleasant for me at all. But I still feel I feel for you, but I'm not. Um, I don't feel too inhibited by it. And I think, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and I think, it, yeah. As you, as you know, I'm, I'm all, I'm open and always here to communicate, you know, everything about it, all that sort of stuff. And mm, yeah. Have a podcast about it. Have a, <laughs> have a fucking podcast about it. Yeah. No, we've, we've yeah, had multiple well, conversations this week about it. We had a conversation last night. We had it. one conversation about it, yeah. We've had we've had multiple conversations this week and it, it, it's always in a state where it's like late at night and um, we just have this kind of... I, I've kind of gone into it and like I'm always happy to talk to you and then by the end of it I'm just like... Mm. Um, like over it or something. Um and last night, Will called me and his little um, intuitive antennas were going off about Kiri's heart. And you're like, what's up? Um, which is cool. It's cool that you opened it up. Yeah, so um, just to explain that, I, I had a... We've been talking throughout the week and I could just tell that Kiri wasn't feeling great about the situation. and then Without even talking about it explicitly yeah and i was i remember kind of trying to get it out of you a little bit and i'm like i don't know you kind of seem off like you're all right and you're like like, yeah i'm just stoned or tired or whatever (laughs) yeah and yeah and then i called you last night and i was just like with all intention of kind of getting you to open up about it and then you finally did Mm -hmm. and here we are yeah, I, I guess that's kind of my issue is that I really am reluctant to talk about stuff because I just would rather... Yeah, I think that's kind of the thing as well. I, I was saying this to Will, the, Will Edgar the other day. Um, number one. Number one, Will. Um, it was like subconsciously when you're here for the week, whether I like it or not, or not I do have these expectations of how, how the week's going to be and how our mm. time spent together will be and how our energy towards each other is going to be. And then if those subconscious expectations aren't met, I'm like disappointed, but I don't want to talk about it whilst you're here because I don't want the vibe to be bad. Um, Mm. And then you go and I'm like, oh, there was just these, there's this stuff that I don't even know how to bring up right now because you're leaving and that's that. Mm. And then like, when we had a few conversations during the week, um, I I guess I wanted to like go there but didn't really know how. And then I just like this apathy kind of like washes over me and I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like who gives a shit anyway? Like it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And that's what I think that's the only worrying part for me is like apathy doesn't feel good because it means like I don't care. 
Um, but I think I realized last night that that apathy is probably like a like a survival mechanism. It's like rather yeah. than addressing an issue or problem, it's like. Well, it's not actually apathy. I feel like you kind of you kind of block it for a time, but mm. then that what what you don't kind of talk about or open up about sort of festers and then sort of can compile into something bigger. Absolutely. So I always have a air your dirty laundry policy uh, yeah. in the best possible way that you can manage at the time. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm trying to learn how to do. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I definitely, like, I think that's sort of a recurring thing for me in just, like, in every situation in life that's, like, a bit difficult. I'll just, like, get on with other stuff and just forget about it. And it's only in, in the moment when it comes up, a.k.a. when we're on the phone together, that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, there's that thing. Mm. And the I just really can't be fucked. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's probably just easier if we just don't talk. But then, of course, mm. we are going to talk, and I am going to want to talk to you. Um, yeah. So that's been the week. Yeah. In my heart. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's uh, funny. It's kind of like a. It feels like a sort of a cycle where we kind of go in and out of um, being really good at it, and then. And then uh, it kind of we get to a point we kind of have to reevaluate and just check mm. in. Yeah, totally. I think I like forget what the point of being. <laughs> this sounds really weird. What the point of being in a relationship is? Mm. You know, I'm like, like, what is the point? Like, what? I think. It, I think. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Go on. Uh, I don't know. I'm still, it's still marinating in my brain. You go. Well, I think for me, a relationship has to be a net positive. You know what I mean? It has to, it has to contribute to your life and yourself. And, and obviously that comes, that, that comes at a cost of give and take, you know, what you mm. contribute and what you get out of it. Um, and the reason, the reason why, in my opinion, not grounded on any um, evidence, just all what I've experienced, the reason why we want to, or society generally wants to, you know, combine houses and work together and um, create uh, families and towns and cities and countries and borders and yada, 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 is uh, because we work better together. And I think, and I think that, this is what this is, 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 is two people, um, uh, finding common ground and where they can kind of contribute to something together and build mm. something hopefully potentially better. So like, and that can be, that, that doesn't have to be, you know, kids and, and dogs and careers and, um, you know, an empire. It can be, that can be as a small or as, um, as big as you'd like. And I think, I think for me, this has definitely been a positive, you know, experience for me. So like, that's good. 
God. So I, yeah, I yeah. think, I think, I think on that, like even tr- contributing to each other challenges, like contributing. Yeah the bettering of each other in this relationship because of the challenges that arise being in a relationship. Ultimately they make you better. And it's not just about being heartbroken and being broken up with to make you a better person. It's like the little shit that comes along the way and having a shitty week and then getting to talk about it with you. Yeah. And I, that's kind of what I was saying. It's like the cost is the, the, you know, the give and take what you give and what you get out of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I I feel, you know, personally I feel totally supported and and loved. Um and Yeah, I see feel... I don't. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. If there's if there's a time to ever drop uh a, that kind of bomb, it's right now in this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this is the episode where we we break up. I feel like yeah. we always do that as well. Each episode, there's always a, a breakup break joke. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely don't plan on breaking up with you. Uh, on yeah, I don't plan on breaking up with you. On this app or? On this app. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Keep it short. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I mean, that's all very vague. You know, stuff. There's no like nuanced situations in that um yeah i don't know how much we need to esther perel this this episode but (laughs) um yeah but yeah i'm grateful for um yeah the communication that we do have and i feel like it's a constant work in progress for me to to communicate better with you um yeah, which is good. That's great. Yeah. And like I said to you last night, I think this is just like one of those shitty times that's like not, it's so, it's so not dramatic and it's not crazy, but it's just like a little, a little sad or something. And that's fine. Mm. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And it's definitely not going to be a forever thing. Yeah, of course not. Distant Nudes podcast will one day become Nudes. Nudes. Nudes podcast. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, or D-Nudes. D-Nudes. D-Nudes, yeah. Or D-Nudes. <laughs> D-Nudes. D-Nudes. Um, yeah, have you have you felt? <laughs> About what? You've been fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I, know. I, know. I feel bad. I feel like I feel so fine and great about everything that I I genuinely feel like I'm. I don't know. I'm doing something. Like I'm like like I'm maybe I'm taking advantage of the situation or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I I just I can only account for my perspective and how I feel generally feel about it. And even though my my compassion for you uh, and your experience in this is like, you know, I have a lot. I have a lot of a lot, a lot of compassion and a lot of time for you and h- how you, you know, deal with it um, and how or how we deal with it. Um, but 
yeah, apart uh, my I guess my only concern is where you're at. Um, but apart from that, I, I just like I feel I feel good about it. I, my my goal I think after this is to create a home um, closer to you or, or with you um, that can be more of like our space. Mm-hmm. So to, I think for me that's kind of like the like the kind of vague goal, the light at the end of the tunnel is that there'll be a time where, um, you know, we'll be closer and there'll be a space that's ours. Even, even if it's yeah. my space, it'll, it'll be, our, you know, our space when you're there mm-hmm. with, so. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of what my home is at the moment. It's like our mutual ground when you come up. Yeah. Um, that podcast that you sent me the other day, the, I can't remember her name, but the comedians talking about, um, uh, um, Bobby Lee's podcast, Tiger Belly. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the, his ex-girlfriend, the comedian? That comes uh, in? Sarah, someone? Sarah Rose. Sarah Rose. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I'll fact check that right now. Um, Go she talks about, um, she does this thing where she just leaves she just like goes away for a month or a few weeks or something and like he doesn't know where she is but it's just like part of the contract and it's just what she does and like they don't he doesn't hear from her and <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like something yeah. that she's she does quite, or did. A, a quite eccentric character yeah i uh, feel the episode like is two, 290 of tiger belly bobby lee's podcast um and her name is sarah highland highland yeah. okay not, not to um, be confused with the Sarah Hyland from that show mod- that I don't fucking watch. Modern Family. Yes. Yep. Yeah. She's um, different. Yep, yeah, different, different person. <laughs> Less funny. Um, no, more funny than than the chick from Modern Family. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can do that emotionally. I can just kind of like evacuate the building. And just like do what I have to do to like avoid a situation or or avoid emotion or something, and just not tell you where I'm at, or like his yeah I'm worried I'm worried that that's a thing because that's what's happened in not just previous intimate relationships but like with family or friends as well. I just like won't tell people out. where I'm at, yeah. Yeah, and like it's fine for me because I can. I'm just doing what I'm doing, but they're kind of left in the dark. Oh, if you and ever want to, if you ever want to see anxious, um, depressed, will you can just keep me completely out of the loop of your life and watch me, <laughs> watch me crumble and like fold. Like watch this like confident, you know, spirited human just become mm-hmm. a ang- anxious wreck of a human being. Okay. There you go. The power, the power's in your hands. Actually, hey babe, yeah. um, it's been a couple of days. I, you know, I sent you that nude. Um, <laughs> you haven't responded, and I kind of put I put a lot out on that one. And I just is that everything is all good, or you're like, yeah, babe, it's all good. I'll, I'll call you in a couple of days. I'm like, oh, but she didn't. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, that's that's a real. That's you can real play. Thing. You can play love games with me if you want. Okay. No, I, I, I'm not into that. I think I, my my moral grounding is too strong to do stuff like that. Mm. I think, hopefully. 
Uh, that's another thing. Um, we don't we don't seem to play any games. There's no emotional, you know, uh, tit for tat mm. that I've had. I've had in not just like intimate relationships, but in also in um, friendships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I know, so, I hear, yeah. so good. Yeah, go on. I, I hear about, you know, like friends who talk about relationships that they've been in and they just like take turns in being depressed. Like one is the carer. There's always one carer and one depressy at all times. Yeah, see, I and wouldn't it, even classify myself as your carer right now or like taking care of you. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Of course not. I'm just talking about those situations. Yeah, like, no. That I'm, sounds I'm com- awful. I'm comparing our amazing relationship to their shit relationship <laughs> because yeah. we are the best. Yeah, we're, we're perfect. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds not good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions? <laughs> um, nah, I, I feel very satisfied with this episode. I think we did a good job. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, yeah. Not to say that it's over, but it's probably pretty close to being over. How long have we been going for? Uh, you're the timekeeper. I'd say okay. I'd say we'd be at an hour or more at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Oh wow. I'm at 83 minutes here, but I w- I've been recording a bit before that. Yeah. So probably yeah, about that's, an hour. That's yeah. You'd be not that long. Um. Yeah. What do you do? You want to talk about anything else or? You want to announce anything to the to the f- friend base? Beautiful um, homies. I will be the independent artist of the week next week on FBI. Yeah, fuck, that's huge. That's some exclusive information that listener only, subscriber only content for you. Yeah, totally. Maybe I should announce it. No, I'll wait till I'll wait till the week starts. Uh, yeah. Um, well, they, they surely they will, um, uh, they will make an announcement or post something on social media. Is that how that works? I think so. Yeah. I think they write like a little article on the FBI website. Yeah. Right. Um, about it. Um, yeah. that's so cool, man. I, um, uh, Richard's girlfriend is staying with us at the moment mm. here for the weekend. Um, and she was asking about you. Actually, people ask about you all the time, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and uh, like, how's Kiri? How's everything going with the music? And I'm just like, you know what? She just got featured on FBI for Indie Artist of the Week, which is which is such a big deal. And I and I just feel like there's like some good momentum happening mm. um, with your with your music. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. And congratulations, because you you deserve it. You're so talented and amazing. Thanks, Phil. So are you. Uh, whatever. Uh, 
Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Thanks. It's exciting. I, th- I think like that again with my like lack of lack of hustling thing, like I put a little bit of effort into like communicating with radio stations and stuff. And look what and happened. responded to it. I know. And like, imagine if I like, if I did more, <laughs> this is what I'm you saying. Know? Like, this I, is what I'm saying. We talked about this a bunch, but like, you you already have the um, you have the foundations. The rest the rest for you is the hustle. And so many musicians mm-hmm. out there don't have much of the talent, and they have more of the hustle and the successful. Mm. That's true. I am solely talented, and it's <laughs> uh, and it's it's the it's the talent and the hustlers that are the most successful. Totally. Tana yeah, Paola. I feel like the talents are the ones Julia who Jacqueline. like die young. You know? The Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah. The Amy Winehouses. No, that they were all hustlers, I'm sure. Yeah. Um Yeah. What's uh what's on for the rest of the weekend for you? Um, um that's what's up. Oh sorry, I didn't mean to Oh God no! Sorry, I just didn't mean to. God, tiny oh nipples. God no! Sorry, I just. Oh, what am I doing? Oh God no! Again. Oh God. They're so oh, small. Sh- oh my God! Oh, this is so embarrassing. I just. Oh God. Oh. Well, oh. what do you? It's fine. Oh. Just leave it. Ah, 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 ah. For those on Spotify, Will is looking at a photo of Mr. Darcy. No, no you fuck, Kiri. <laughs> Get this wrong every time. Um, whatever. Anyway, um, if yeah, you want to, if you want to know what just happened, watch the fucking YouTube. All right. Yeah, and skip to the eighty-third minute. No, that's not going to be the right minute. It's <laughs> it's going to be very towards the end. Yeah, towards the end. It's a secret, and it's for it's for. I sound aggressive. I don't mean to be aggressive. That's okay. I kind of suits you. Um, oh, it does it now. It suits me. It suits me. You like that, baby? Hot, 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 hot. Um, um, I made a, a doll the other night with your um, faux as like the stock. Oh, Will, Will made a Will made a lovely chicken faux the other night. Mm. And I kept the stock and, yeah, put it in. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. In stock, we trust. And in stocks, we trust as well. Eh, maybe. Talk to me a few years. <laughs> maybe this will pan out. Yeah. All right. $17,000. That's how much I put in. Oh. In total. Fucking hell. Yeah. And 50% of that. <laughs> 50, 50% of it is speculative. And the other fifty percent is like pretty solid, like wow. as as good as um, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, superannuation, superannuation. Okay. No, 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 yeah. Good luck we'll to you, good sir. Good luck. We'll see. We'll see what goes. We'll see what goes. At the at the moment, I'm still plus. <laughs> I'm still plus. Oh, sorry, no, wait, That's 17, wild, man. 17K, I might blur, the, I might beep this later. 17K is the, where I'm sitting at now. I've put in 16. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
and I um and I I crunched the numbers just after the huge crypto crash, and um my my net profit has been thirteen hundred, and that's before the crash. So um uh, like sorry, that was after the crash. So before the crash, it would have been way more than that. It just and I I think I've lost like thirty to forty percent of what where I was at before. Okay. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeesh. But I'm still up a G, so how good's this G? You're a G, man. <laughs> You're wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. Lunchtime. Lunchtime. Ding, 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 ding. Thanks for listening, beautiful friends and family. Slash no one. Slash no one. We'll get there, baby. Love you all. Love you and you all. Love you too.